0: Welcome to Born to Succeed with Michael Merritt. Thank you for your time. It's our favorite time of the day to hang out and make a difference in your life with a spirit of joy through motivation, inspiration, and faith. We're going to hear from Michael in a way only he can do through enthusiasm and his passion. You may be stuck in life. Well, today's message is going to get you back on track where you know how much God loves you right where you are. So let's get this party started. Here's Michael Merritt. Hello everyone and welcome back to Born to Succeed, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed. I am your gracious host, Michael Merritt. I'm so blessed to be with you today. And today's show we have an amazing guest, Mr. C. Ray Collins an award-winning, international best-selling author, a businessman for over 40 years in leadership skills and development. We are so blessed to have him on the show today. So it is my honor to bring on Mr. C. Ray Collins. Mr. Collins, how are you doing, sir? Good. How about you? I am blessed. So good to have you on the podcast this morning. You are. So I'm going to do just a quick intro here. Uh, so for those on the podcast this morning, we're very special guests. We have Mr. C. Ray Collins, who's an author, a businessman, entrepreneur extraordinaire. His latest book out is called Thought Talk. I'm going to get him to talk more about that as we go through in just a minute. But he's also in a book with me, which is Speak Your Way to Success. So actually, those would be your two latest books. So before we get cranked up, Mr. Collins... Tell us about yourself. I know you're from Oklahoma, a small town, and a businessman, and you got all these books out. and the The book that we're going to talk about today is Thought Talk. But let's give our audience here a quick introduction about yourself, so they can get a little better picture of you and and who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, well, you mentioned I'm from Oklahoma,
1: very rural area. My hometown had about 200 people in it, but I lived about two miles out of town, out in the country. Yes, sir. Uh, I. uh Went to uh, uh, East Central University in Oklahoma. Uh, I joined, uh, went into the construction industry, worked my way up to supervisor and eventually manager. I continued to go to school at night and got my degree in business. Uh, I spent 46 years in the uh, construction industry, more than half of that in some type of management uh, role. And so Last year, I decided to retire, and uh, during my time as a supervisor manager, I spent a lot of time training and uh, promoting young supervisors to become good managers. And so I, uh, I developed a training program uh, about uh, communicating positive with your workforce and creating that positive uh, atmosphere to have more productivity, uh-huh. which led to my book, Leadership, followers behaviors and tools which was uh, a compliment to the training and once I did that training I, I realized that you know there's so much negativity in our lives I mean from the TV shows you watch to the news its own own and including you know what's happening in, in, in our own country yes sir uh, I, I realized we need to put more positivity in in, in out there so uh, I wrote this book thought Talk It's about, uh, you know, communicating with the whole person, talk about their spirit, their mind, their body. Uh, And I go through some steps how to prepare your day to do that. And then also I give you tips how to communicate with the subconscious uh, and try to put out that positive atmosphere and, and create positivity where other people are looking at things positive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That, and we try to do that every day ourselves, you know, because we have that choice every day to make. If we're going to make that positive direction in somebody's life or or if we're going to be that battery drainer every day. So I love the the thought here as I just was looking at the foreword this morning. Uh, my wife has got to, she's already read your book and I haven't got a chance to read it yet. So I was reading the foreword and some into it. And just right away, I was like, we need more positivity in our lives. This thought talk was born and and as you just said, it's as you have here in the forward, it's communicating with not only our words verbally, but expressions and body language and and putting a positive energy in the right place at the right time. And I was just like, bam, I love it. That's that's exactly what we all should be doing every day. So I, I absolutely love that. And so from years of experience, you, you were in the business world, but. As you said, you ended up obtaining a business degree, and and so I I noticed in here that you went to Dale Carnegie class, and you took some Dale Carnegie classes and and different things like that, and so as a leader, you recognized there needed to be another way of doing things, and so that's where your book, Leadership, Followers, Behavior, and Tools came out. Is that what you were saying?
1: Yeah, that's correct. You know, I'm, I'm old enough that I came up what everybody refers to, old school, especially in the construction industry. If you... Back when I first got started, if, you know, if a supervisor gave you direction, it was usually go do this. And if you don't get it done, then they usually chew you out very harshly or they'll just run you off. There wasn't much conversation went on when they gave me instructions. So, you know, I found out pretty early in life that, 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 you know, you had to find ways to communicate and I found out that, Hey, you know, I can be positive, put a little sugar on this. I can get a whole lot more out of people. And I started that when I was younger. You know, even when I was in the grade school, because I had a speech impediment, I was partially tongue-tied. So I had to find ways to communicate without using words I couldn't say. And so I think that kind of led to always finding other ways to communicate with people. And I've carried that
0: on through my life. Wow. Isn't that amazing how God sometimes will give us something that may be a hindrance or what somebody may be deemed a disability almost? uh, to bring something special out of us. Now, um, now I read in here where you went to Paris, is that correct? And got that problem fixed when you were young?
1: Yeah, I was about 11 years old. Uh, well, 10, 11 years old, I started having a lot of trouble with my consuls. And so <clears throat> the closest expert was in Paris, which was about an hour drive from where we're from. And, um, uh, when he examined me, of course, he told me, yeah, I need to get my tonsils out. It's too big and all this kind of stuff. But right at the last, he said, also, it says, if, if you want me to, I'll take care of clipping his tongue. He's partially tongue-tied. And, um, of course, I was surprised. I, it, it didn't click to me. I think my parents were surprised, too. Like I say, we were very rural area, and, and we had one doctor that was even close by. Same doctor delivered me when I was a little baby. So, Right. Um, you know, and like I say, I was just partially tongue-tied, so it wasn't easy to detect that that was my problem, but it was my problem,
0: so. Gotcha. And so you were able to get that corrected, and then I, I, I read one part in there where it said you were able to say a word that you had always wanted to say, and I'll let you tell what that <laughs> word was. What What is that word you always wanted to say? Well, when I
1: was, like I say, small, 10, about 10 years old, we went, the movie came out, The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Which was no western, but it was real popular western, and yeah. I wanted to tell all my friends about the movie, but I, I, I wouldn't tell them because I couldn't say "Magnificent" yeah at all. That word didn't come out right. Yeah, and, and even today I still have some trouble with certain words and stuff because two things: one, you know, when I was taking phonics through my elementary school, things didn't sound the same to me because I couldn't pronounce them the same. So as right. I grew up. The sounding is still an issue with me. Sometimes I have trouble looking up words in a dictionary because I don't sound them out correctly. Right. So, you know, but I've overcome most of that. And, and uh, you know, I always strive to try to speak a little bit better even with this southern accent.
0: Right. So, <laughs> so. Hey, well, God blessed us with a southern accent sometimes. That, that's a good thing. So you've got four books out all together with Speak Your Way to Success and Thought Talk and Leadership. And then you have another book out there that's called What If It Were Possible? Well, what is that book about?
1: Well, it's it's a, what I call soft sci-fi. It don't have no monsters in it, but it's it's about a journey. It's about uh, people here in the very near future being able to travel to another planet. And what they discover is that the people there are just like us, except they're a few hundred years more advanced than what we are. And uh, anyway, it, it's them forming a bond and, and the journey and and what all takes place during that journey. It's a uh, it's award winning book uh, uh, from Little to a Titan, Little to a Little, uh, Literary Titan. Um, it was a merit winner in one of their contests. So. Wow, uh, it's an award-winning
0: book for sci-fi's. Congratulations! That's awesome. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. So, Mister um, uh, Mister Collins, you said that you are retired now. So, so in your retirement, you're writing books, you're going out and speaking, and and what else is what's going on there?
1: Well, uh, you know, I, I think what I like most is teaching or the coaching side of it. Uh-huh. You know, I still have my training program that I, I teach. Uh, I, I try to do that as often as possible. It's it's uh it's just a little mini four hour course that I teach that really puts puts people and gives them the tools to uh, go out and become managers and, and do it in a positive way and how to communicate that positive positive way. Okay, you know the, 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 one of the things that I talk about in my new book Thought Talk is. You know, just like, you know, we go to a meeting, we always prepare for that meeting or if we're we're you know, we're gonna have a big event, we prepare for that event, then you know, what I talk about is every day preparing yourself to be positive. And I take through a series of, of steps that that you can do every day that when you walk out the door of your house you already got this positive atmosphere around you that you're gonna take out and share it to the world. So um that that's uh it's also something i teach in, in the, the training
0: very good and do you do that all around corporations any any yeah course,
1: again i come out of the construction industry so most of my training has been with corporations in that industry but i you know I, I'm, I'm it's it works in any type of business industry uh-huh. organization uh that's a good thing about this book i always kid everybody you know this book here is is for communicating with your workers your family your friends and even strangers on the street so it's a, a, a book that you use daily yeah and and it also has tools in there to help you learn to be always thinking positive looking positive and, and, and putting out that positive experience and, and uh, so that's uh I, i'll just real quick i'll share three things there's really six but three things that, that you do every day is it, one of them when you first get up you need to complete a small task, you know, do, and I always, I always make my bed. Uh So that's my first task of the day. And by completing a task, it, it it gives you positive feelings in your subconscious. It, It opens up those endorphins. Right. Second thing is get dressed no matter what day it is, how bad you feel, you get up and get dressed like you got somewhere to go. 'Cause that makes you feel better. And if you feel better, then you're gonna make other people feel better. Mm-hmm. And again, this is working with the subconscious. And then the third thing is when you're looking in that mirror and you get dressed and you've got yourself fixed that you're satisfied, smile at yourself. That smiling at yourself has the same effect as if you're smiling at somebody else. That that creates that, that positive feed into the brain. And then if you do that along with some other steps, then when you walk out that door, you're already in that positive mode, and
0: he'll carry you on through the day. Yes, sir. Yeah, I agree with you. One of my favorite videos is uh, on YouTube is uh, Navy SEAL that talks about that. I don't know if you've seen it, but he talks about at the beginning of the day, you start with making your bed. Yeah,
1: I I have seen that, and and, and I didn't see it until after I wrote my book, but It's, it's, I don't think it's coincidence that it's there. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, the the other three things is when you get up in the morning, the first thing, you know, when you get up, my first thing to do is, you know, I usually put the coffee on. I go outside and I sit on my porch mm -hmm. and one of the first things you do, you you know, I, I pray, but other people meditate, but go out and spend three or five minutes just meditating or praying. Mm -hmm get your mind kind of cleared and then do just do a little something to get the blood circulation going I usually do a few push-ups and, and, and stretching just for three or four minutes get my blood circulating yep into into my mind and then the one thing that's just something you need to do on a regular basis is get adequate sleep now I say adequate sleep for me six hours is, is good for me I wake up naturally I don't I don't need an no alarm clock. And I feel good and I get up after about six hours of sleep. Some people All I, right. right. Mr. Sorry, Cartman. I lost some reason I got a phone call coming in and I lost you. So
0: that that's all right. We'll we'll clip this guy up and, and edit him here so we'll get this connection fixed there. But you were saying that um you get up and you pray in the morning and some people meditate and And I see that here in your book. I do the same thing in the morning. I get up and start my routine, and and it's definitely the same as you. Start the coffee, let the dogs out, and then I start with my morning routine, which is starting with a prayer, and I get my Bible app out, and I go from there. And, and again, some people pray, some people meditate, but I always say that that morning routine has to be there. You know, uh, like you said, when you get up, if you make your bed, I mean, that's that the video i love that video um because he goes into that detail of you know that's why we teach recruits this that if they can start that simple task every morning then that leads to the next task and the next task and as i accomplish these tasks one after another builds up and so it's great to have that morning routine i think so many people wake up 5 seconds before they have to be out of the house they grab a cup of coffee they're rushing they're trying to take the kids to school and go to work and They're in traffic, and they just never really start their day right, and it's so important to start your day.
1: There's a a research out there that shows that 86% of the people, adults that work, the first thing they do when they open their eyes is grab their phone. And then when they grab their phone, the next thing they do, they start trying to take care of business that's come to them during the night or late afternoon. And that's the last thing. They haven't even prepared they haven't even prepared yourself for the day. Right. And they, they need to not do that. And, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I it, may, it might be an hour and a half in the morning before I ever pick up my phone. I, I, I don't even, I used to take it to the bedroom with me, but I don't even take it to the bedroom anymore. I just leave it leave it in the living room, and I get to it after I get myself ready for the day. So
0: Good for you. Yeah, and that's certainly, the, that's probably the best thing to do because, like you said, people want to pick up the phone. They want to start jumping right on. Uh, business email, whatever they jump on Facebook and they start taking in whatever Facebook's got to feed for them, and yes. instead of taking in themselves and and their spirituality and their mind and preparing for the day, yes. Zig Ziglar yeah, you- always said you got to prepare for the day or you're not going to be able to to take it on as it comes at you. It's going to tear well, you apart.
1: You no, know, going back to what I said earlier, you know, if you watch TV, if you want to watch a sitcom, it's all almost all put down sitcom. if you try to watch a drama series there's, there's either shooting killing or beating somebody up uh, if you're watching news it's totally depressing it's totally negative so you know and, yeah. and, and like say right now what's happening around us our environment with the with the coronavirus and stuff everything is kind of negative even if you try to the read the news about it, it they don't talk about the positives they talk about all the negatives so you need you need yourself positive when you walk out that door every morning if you're not you're going to get something down down in the day and it's hard to ever get back up
0: yeah yeah i mean that's so important and, and i see that you have that in your book you say you know start that morning get the blood flowing these are all things that start you in a positive direction and then starts the subconscious and i think that that's kind of an important thing that as i was looking at that starts that subconscious when people don't realize that their subconscious is that positive energy then they're are moving in a positive direction and they're going to share that with others versus coming in and immediately just taking on whatever negativity that they have encountered from like you said the news being on facebook being on business started already the traffic that they encountered on the way to work they're in a bad mood before they ever get to work then their day is just one disaster after another at that point so it all starts with putting that armor on in the morning and then that will help us deflect those arrows as they come at us throughout the day. So, but there was something I wanted to, let me pull it up here really quickly. There was two quotes that I love that you have in the back of your book here in this back. One of them is from you and it says, as you practice and start communicating in a positive, positively, you will also be teaching others to do the same. Be that role model and help start the change. And I just love that because that's exactly what I think all of us should be doing every day. Unfortunately, I just think other people are in life existing and they're not living and they just don't even take this into their consideration. Just like they don't consider a morning routine to be important. They just get up and live.
1: That's very true. And it's just like communicating, you know, most of us communicate to the body. In other words, most of us, when we're having a conversation with somebody, we're thinking how we're going to respond when they're talking. We we don't even let it soak in, what I'd say, soak into the subconscious. We're ready to respond, just to be responding either either be part of the conversation or take control of the conversation. We're not even not even trying to communicate, you know, beyond the conscious mind. That we can't do that, right? That's a that's a downfall, it really, is.
0: Yeah, for sure. Another quote that I love back here in the back of the book, and this one's from Joyce Meyer, says a positive attitude gives you the power over your circumstance instead of your circumstances having power over you. So that's correct.
1: That's a good one. I really like that, too.
0: Yeah, I like Joyce Meyer and and I listen to a lot of different pastors. And so, you know, that one really reaches out to me. Um, Definitely what you said on communication, I, I, I was reading in here and I did peruse through really quickly you know i haven't got a chance to read it but i've perused through really quick and you've got lots of great stuff in here and one i saw really quickly was talking about that communication which you just said and it says here remember um that failures to communicate create most of the problems that we face nowadays and those four causes mostly are not listening not enough details not talking on our level of the audience or not enough information or facts. so those are some important things to to remember there and and definitely i think like you just said not listening it's right at the top i mean communication starts with listening and i think most of us even when we think we're good communicators uh we're really not because we're really not effective listeners a lot of times
1: yeah and and, you know that's something you have to practice it's like you know it's like any other uh, process that you do during the day whether it's something you do at work whatever it's communicating is something that you have to practice all the time and and, and being a good communicator means you've got to learn to listen so you got to practice it and and uh we we you're right most of us don't don't listen very well so
0: right and then not enough details a lot of times i think that's uh kind of like the story that you had in here in the book where um, you were talking about the young man that was sent out to do a task and you know he went out and did one thing and the, the details were not there on one side and there was assumption here and assumption there and the details weren't given and so a task wasn't completed properly and it took way longer than it should have and all that good stuff. But I think that happens a lot of times with the, the communication is that we just don't give enough details expecting someone to know what I'm talking about and and that's something that we've got to do a better job of explaining ourselves and making sure that we're understood and i tell people that all the time and the best way to do that is through closed loop communication you know if i if i communicate with you i want you to communicate right back with me and and on some level know that i understood what you just said and
1: yeah but and in a lot of a lot of people that especially in the management that gives directions they don't always ask do you understand or tell me what what i just told you they they don't they don't complete their instructions by ensuring that the listener has got it understood so right
0: and then the failure comes down and they they're looking more on the person over there going well you didn't do what i told you to do and you're like well wait a second you didn't really fully tell me what you wanted to do and i saw the expectations were there but um then i didn't really get all the information so not not having the information or facts are going to make me fail and then now we're both sides so there we go but I thought that was really important thing to point out there. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I love that right there. definitely something that, that, I uh, have to remember. So what else was in here that I have a mark beside, um, I just basically have a mark on here where it says, you know, the art of telling stories. So I want you to tell us about that. Why it's so important to, uh, what you have in here about telling stories and how that makes a point.
1: Well, and, and I think I, I told you that, you know, I, I did a seminar or training on telling stories and, and, um, you know, people can relate to stories. It, it, it just, when you start to tell a story, it, it clicks in that subconscious, Hey, you know, that's similar to my story or that's similar to another story I heard. And so that brings the point across. And, and sometimes that story can be one sentence and or, or it can be, you know, a whole, whole chapter, but, um, communicating with stories it, it again you're you're not only hitting the subconscious but also like I say people can relate to it so it gets them on the emotional or the spirit side and, and so uh being a good storyteller is uh, very valuable you know, when you're a communicator and, and trying to deliver a message uh, that's something i always feel I, I feel short in and i you know I, I can write a story pretty good but talking that story you know, I've, I think I have to work on constantly, so
0: yeah. Well, that is something yeah. that's important. Um, I, I'm a knowledge broker, and that's one of the things that Tony Robbins and Dean uh, Graziosi just they beat all the time is that it's the hook, the story, the close, the hook, the story, the hook, story, close, yeah. And it's just painting that scene. Brendan Bruchard is one who always kind of says, You know, I don't really want to see everything in your story, I don't want to know that you're car was getting repossessed and that you were three house payments behind. I just want to know you were down and out, paint the scene and then take me to that next level. And if you're a visual storyteller, you're going to do that. And that's where emotions are then come in. And once I've got the emotions going, man, that, that, that's what you want. Like you said that the visual art of telling that story to get them to see that picture, even when they're not there, then you've just created this scene for them and that's movement right there.
1: Yes, it is. Nick Nick uh, Buchlin, which I took a class under him, is 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 a master at storytelling. He says it's talking in colors. In other words, you're 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 giving a vivid image of what you're what you're talking about, and that vivid image, of course, corresponds again back to subconscious and then into the spirit. It's a if you if if you touch those emotions, you touch the mm-hmm. spiritual side of somebody. Uh, you, you're, you're connecting man. Mm-hmm. connecting you know makes you a good communicator where you're a manager or a salesman or whatever it is it makes you a good communicator
0: yeah excellent excellent so when i look at different parts of the book here guys for those that are listening you've got to get this book there's certain so many things in here just as i click through different chapters looking at this that are going to be valuable for you guys out there whether it's family and friends or communication or body language and how we say and what we say. And so just a great book by Mr. C. Ray Collins here. And um, you can find this book, I'm sure, everywhere out there, guys. Um, This is award-winning author. So type in C. Ray Collins and you're going to see, as I said, he's got four different books, Thought, Talk. He's got What If It Were Possible, Speak Your Way to Success, which he's in as well. And then his other book on leadership. So Lots of different books out here to get this wealth of knowledge from Mr. C. Ray Collins. And when it comes down to thought talk, I mean, I just have one of the pages marked right here. It says just it's come down to starting your day, learning good ways to communicate positively, verbally, non-verbally, taking two seconds to wait for your subconscious and understanding the other person's mind, body and emotions and communicating with that person on a total level. And that right there, I I don't think communication can really be said any better than that right there. I don't well, think nice. that we communicate effectively. And, boy, if we could do that right there, that would just be 100% of what we need to, to aim for. So when I put the target on the, the board up there and I throw some darts at it, that's, that's what I'm aiming for, that bullseye. That's what I would think with communication. So that's a great definition there. So, Mr. Collins, I know you're a busy guy. I want to give you uh, a thank you again for being on our podcast today, Born to Succeed. We're certainly blessed to have you. And so lastly, what I want you to do is just kind of share anything from the book itself or just that you want to share with the audience, of course, uh, for thoughts, anything like that. And then also how we get a hold of you any of your social media platforms, things like that, so that they can get some more information from you and reach out and get some content there.
1: Well, one thing I'd like to say, because we mentioned it all through here, your subconscious is is really the controlling part of your brain as far as all your emotions, everything that you see, everything you say, everything you hear goes into the subconscious. And so if we're not communicating all the way to the subconscious, we're not doing a real good job communicating. So, it's a very important part of our whole body, the subconscious. So keep that in mind when you're communicating. Uh, the only other thing, uh, you know, I won't, just want to thank you for letting me be on your program. Um, and you're doing outstanding stuff yourself. And, thank um, you. The ways you can reach me, you can, it's CrayCollins.com is my, email, uh, my website. Uh, you can go CrayAuthor, uh, Facebook or claude c um on uh, another facebook i'm on instagram uh you can find me it's about any any social outlet and uh it's usually under c ray collins so okay uh by all means reach out to me i'll be glad to help you in any way and of course my book's available on all online outlets or you can go to my web site which is craycollins.com so
0: there you go and also of course you're you're published with that book through beyond publishing is that correct that is correct so they That's can true. find that one on beyond publishing as well i think your other books were not published with beyond right well
1: just the, the non i mean uh the sci-fi book was published elsewhere yeah okay, okay. however i did i did uh, do a second edition and michael did uh, put it out there for me so okay
0: so they can find that on beyond publishing as well Yes. Excellent. Well, Mr. Collins, I thank you for your time. And so as we wrap up with our listeners today, I always say for those that are listening, thank you so much for your time. And and we hope that these words today have inspired you, Uh, whether you're stuck in life or stuck in traffic. We hope these words have made a difference in you today. And we want you to think positive and start each day with a positive direction. I think Mr. C. Ray Collins said it directly right there. We're going to start this day positively every day with a morning routine. Thought Talk. That's the book. That's a great book. You need to check it out today, guys, as well as his other books. So,
1: if you don't mind, I like to mention also I have a podcast on YouTube called Thought Talk as well. Yeah. Those episodes as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if there's anything else, definitely because we want to be able to reach you out there and be able to obtain this information because this is great stuff. And we know not everybody's looking at books. Some are on YouTube and some are podcasting and some. So, yeah, definitely any other. Ways that we can get a hold of you. So there you go, guys. You got a couple other ways to to find this wonderful information here from Mr. Collins. So the last thing I always leave everybody with is just remember, treat others as you would want to be treated, for that's the golden rule. Have a blessed day. And until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks again, Mr. Collins. Have a blessed day. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye.